0: back on this beautiful September 1st, Tuesday, September 1st, this is the Native Hick Show, I'm Curtis Morris, <clears throat> gonna get through some stuff today, there's some things on my mind that I wanna talk about, Big Ten News, Microsoft, uh, I wanna do a little fun thing with the uh, video games, uh, this, this book coming out with uh, about... The the Patriot way, I guess. I don't know real what what it is. Some uh, sports, obviously. We're gonna get through some of this, and uh, let's uh, let's let's get it going. I had a great weekend. Uh, very nice. Caught up with some friends. Had some beers, and you know, shooting the shit, grilling grilling some food, manly shit. Going on over the weekend, and this weekend, more manly shit going on over the weekend. We got, I got my uh, fantasy draft. We got some, we got ribs going to go on. We're going to smoke some ribs, chicken, and we're just going to have a blasty blast out there at my brother's house. We're uh, just the, the, this fantasy thing. I don't know. It is. I feel like every goddamn year that I pick one of the best fantasy football teams. And I just get shitted on, not by my 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 league, but by the players. They just—I don't know what it is. Uh, they, they call it the Curtis Curse. And every goddamn year, I pick this out. The probably going to be the guy that's supposed to carry my team. He just quits, gets hurt, gets arrested, gets killed, dies unexpectedly, retires. Uh. I don't know. What else can I'm waiting for someone to get lost somewhere and just not show up ever again. I mean, it's something new every single year. Andrew Luck one year just retires before the season. And then we got uh, a long time ago. I picked uh, the tight end for the New England Patriots. I forgot his name. but he gets arrested uh, for murder for committing murder and I and I remember the exact time when I got told that he was picked up for murder he got arrested he's in jail I'm like what we me and a couple of buddies of mine they have pooling. we're all going to play some pool Well, they were I just tagged along and then they on the way up to the the to play pool in this at this bar they tell me that, uh, my tight end was arrested and charged for murder. <laughs> oh God. And this is, we, I don't know when we first started this thing, we used to draft them way before the season started, like preseason, everything. Now, now we're, we're doing it at the, the, the very nitty gritty at the, at the very beginning. So, cause the first game is in like a couple weeks. And we're drafting this weekend, so nothing has happened to any player yet. And I bet you, <laughs> there's something gonna happen. Someone's gonna lose an eye, or gets COVID. That's the thing. I might get. Co- Someone's gonna get COVID. Uh, I just, I know. I'm gonna pick a, an outstanding running back that's gonna, you know, be the catalyst for my team, and he's gonna get COVID. I know it, I just feel it. Went out for a run today, I feel great, everything, I mean, this is going to be a good week, I'm I'm settled in. <clears throat> uh, the Kincaidas are out, I can hear them, I don't know if you can hear them, I got my studio door open and you can, I can hear the outside elements the trains going by and everything, it ruined my whole shit. I don't know just this fantasy thing it just irks me every goddamn year and we just got a, a championship belt <clears throat> We just bought it for our league we all pitched in and got a, a Championship belt this thing's a real deal. It's heavy. I mean you could knock someone out if you hit someone with this You know I used to say I watched wrestling back in the day And they used to hit each other with that belt and I'm like when I was like little I was like, oh, whatever Whatever I can see a chair, but that belt What is that plastic No, these things are heavy So we're just going to dive right into this thing with some Big Ten news. Big, big news. We might get Big Ten after all. After all. I don't know if it's going to start earlier than this. Then the, what they've told us is that the weekend of Thanksgiving was just bullshit. Uh, who wants to? No, 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 no. See, I could I could take not having fans in the stadium. But I can't, I, I don't know about, you know, starting it in, in the week of Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're going to look like a bunch of idiots out there. The only conference playing. You get the Big Ten, what is this? You get the ACC, SCC ACC, Big 12, and the Conference USA. All playing. And you just had Austin P and, and Arkansas State. Just play. All the high school teams played. Big Ten. They're kids, all right. They're kids. They're they're young kids. But I mean, if I was a player playing in a major university and with uh, on the scholarship, I would want to play. I'd want to play. You know the chancellor and the and the, and the AD and the whoever can say whatever. Kevin Warren can say whatever he wants, but you know, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, all these high school teams played, and then we're sitting here. No, we're not. We're we're, we're gonna play but in the fall. What makes the difference? That's what I want to know. What makes the difference if we play now or in the fall? In uh, Thanksgiving? So the news is Trump and Kevin Warren, uh, I don't know if it was a phone call or they exchanged text, but they 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 said they had a productive conversation on playing Big Ten football in this, this fall. And then, the, you know, they, they, the, President Trump told Kevin apparently that, I mean, this is going way deeper than, than just a conversation. I'll get into all this. This goes way deeper than just a conversation of playing Big Ten football in, in the fall in the beginning. I mean, right when it's supposed to start. Uh, Trump tells Warren that you know it, it, the, the fans want the, the, the games it would do the country a great service I mean sports is they don't understand that <clears throat> to some of the, the fans <laughs> to some of the uh, homebodies and the average Joe worker like to have football especially if your university is playing <clears throat> That's just the deal. Especially on Saturdays. I mean Nebraska doesn't have a lot going on. Trust me. We don't we don't I mean, we we, we got sports, volleyball, bowling, you know, all that shit. But come on, it's football. Looking out for the player's safety, Kevin says. Big Trump also discussed the COVID test, rapid testing. The White House has purchased 150 million saliva-based tests. So it's going to only take three days to get the test back from Abbott Abbott Laboratories. And they say they could assist in testing for the Big Ten. 150 million uh, tests to go out. And just to, just another thing on the icing on the cake. And I mean, just to tell you how big of a big of a was that the big Ten's acting like, the SEC ACC big 12 and the Congress USA all have tests uh, three times per week on their own terms. They didn't need the president to call them or anything. They're just doing it. I mean already behind the, 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 the times here, in the Big Ten, we waited till—I mean, the final hour—to make to pull the trigger on some of these things. They should have discussed this long time ago. All right, right when <clears throat> the the shutdown happened and the quarantines happened, and you can't stay outside, and everyone's going freaking out about it, and it, I mean. No crowds. They're shutting down parks and, and museums and, and no shows, no concerts. Uh, shutting down all sporting events. NBA postponed. NHL postponed. Uh, no no uh, no uh, basketball tournament. They cancel that. All spring games. Everything. And here is Big Ten, Big 12, Big Ten football. Just saying. We'll just wait to see what happens, I guess. I don't know. They, they, they done shut down everything. So that kind of tells you that it's pretty serious on this kind of stuff. And the Big 12 just didn't do, or the Big 10 didn't do nothing. I don't know if they had conversations behind doors, but it seems to me that it, they didn't they didn't discuss anything. They thought this was going to be, uh, like the president said, a one-month deal. And here we are, a few months after the whole thing happened, still doing still. No bubbles are being disgusted, nothing. NFL's the same way. I'm on pins and needles on that deal because I think the NFL is gonna come out some way or another. I mean it's gonna take like one team to have four or five people to test positive for this thing and they're gonna shut the shit down. I guarantee it. It's Cause someone's gonna get it, and they're gonna play, and then another team's gonna get it. And, and the commission is going to just say, nah, that's it. MLB kind of surprised me because they stayed, they stayed steady on their deal. I think they, they, they could have easily canceled that whole deal. After the, I think the Cardinals and, the, and, the, and the Marlins got it, 4-5 or five, tested positive. Cardinals, the Mariners, they could have easily said no, but they stayed course and everything is working out. They're still playing. So another thing about this whole deal about Trump talking to Kevin Warren about Big 12, because believe it or not. Ohio, Minnesota, Midwestern states, Iowa, uh, Maryland, all these, all these are swing states. The election's coming up, and if Trump could pull this off, he's going to get some voters out there. You see? He planted that seed. Like, what Trump? Trump. He didn't have to do this, but I think it's for political gain, especially Ohio. If he could pull this off, he's gonna he's gonna have some people saying that's my, that's our president right there. I'm voting for him, me. I heard uh, uh, the NCAA came out and said uh, a bubble is happening for the basketball tournament, so they might play. They might play. I don't know. I heard something about it that you know there's going to be a battle of, in the bubble. The NCAA basketball tournament might might happen. That shit just might happen, and you know, I, I I have a couple things about Nebraska football. You know, the the, the schedule and how we look and as a, as a team and everything. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think if we played. this this team could could easily win i guess but i'm not too sure the schedule is not favorable for nebraska football <laughs> you you got some heavy hitters in that schedule i say if we had out of conference games we could we could have probably got got some wins but I mean, even the Purdue game isn't a give me anymore. And I always tell people, you know, I'm not like some of these fans out here that think we should go defeat and win a championship, you know, every season. I'm not one of them people. I, I look at the, I'm, I'm a, I'm a realist and I look at the schedule and I, I just think, you know, this, this, this is a terrible, terrible uh, uh, schedule. This is terrible. But we'll play. And I'm just, you know, I'm anxious to see how they look and how they do. Because there is nothing really, you know, being shown. There's no, there's no, I mean, what, there, there was no practices or nothing. There's no, there's no, you got Fros talking about it every once in a while. So we, we just might have Big Ten football. I can't wait. Because I'm, I'm kind of interested to see. Because just because they talk, I don't think. I think Kevin Warren probably hung up as like this guy. He thinks like he's going to change my mind. But, you know, they said it was a, a productive conversation. And people are saying that this, they, they can, that, that might possibly, Trump could probably do it who knows a couple of things that I wanted to get through here especially on the the big 10 side I guess of the things and I just you know I'm really I'm every day you look in in, in the internet or something like that about you know Big Ten, Big, T- Big Ten football, I mean, there's something every week, you know. It's always Nebraska players this, and Ohio's this, and you just don't know anymore because so much news is coming out, and like, them being sued by the players' parents, and the, they're picketing outside the Big Ten, Big Ten headquarters, and <laughs> a lot of things. <clears throat> so we're just gonna have to wait. Maybe they'll talk again, to, again in the future and try to get this thing kicked off when it's supposed to, in late September. And let's just let's just play some football. I, I don't, it, 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 high school if high school school if high school football is going on and <clears throat> universities ain't doing it. Where are we at? I mean, what are we doing <clears throat> now? If there's riots still going on when the football starts, you know, you know those these guys ain't football fans. Because Saturdays, you know, they're gonna be they're gonna be like, yeah, we we can't be out here doing this. We got some football to watch. Start it up. Now, i seen a thing on, on the internet the other day. Just, I thought it was pretty cool. And I don't know if you guys ever... you. I haven't... I don't know how old it is. It might be old. It might be new. Because I've never seen it before. But Microsoft Flight Simulator. If you don't know what it is, go on YouTube. Type it in. Microsoft Flight Simulator. It's real time. I guess it... Uh, <clears throat> you fly a plane around and... It's Google Earth. It's actual. It's it's not computer generated. These ain't fake cities or anything. You're flying actually over, you know, actual areas. This one guy I watched. He he flew in. the what's that? That that last hurricane that hit Louisiana, Laura Hurricane Laura or whatever. He flew into that. So it's real time. With real weather. Going on. And I'm hearing like you know. Google Earth it provided everything for it. So I thought that was kind of cool. I mean you could get on. Get on. Get on. I don't, I don't know. On computer. I don't know. I don't think Xbox has it. But you could get on a computer. Start your plane up. Go fly around your city. Check out some. Check out some other countries. I don't know how real it is. If you got unlimited, like unlimited uh, fuel, so you could just fly around, do whatever. I thought that was a pretty cool concept. I, 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 I kind of want to play it because people say they fly over their houses and check out their. Check out their town or whatever. Which is pretty cool. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now, I'm a gamer. And uh, I was watching this uh, just on... It's on Netflix. And I was watching the the gaming... Something about gaming. It's a documentary. I think it's like a five-part series. And they were going through, you know, Mario and the, and the, the... how gaming came along throughout the years. I mean, the the maker of uh, uh, Space Invaders the guy's still alive. He's on there talking about how he came up with the concept of Space Invaders for the Atari. I was like, wow, he's he's still walking, huh? I thought that was a pretty old game. But if you think about it, you know, gaming hasn't been a long, around a long time. And we've came a long way since, you know, the Atari in a very short period of time. So you could just think about the next five, six, seven years down the road. What What's going to happen? What kind of gains are we going to have? I mean, we've gotten this far this short of time, you know, who knows what we'll have in 2028. I mean, just think about it, you know, we had, we had, what what was that? The, I don't think it was Redbox. I mean, I, when Blockbuster started, you know, you go get your Blockbuster card, you go in there, And hopefully they'll have the movie you wanted. And they had like a... I think it was Redbox. Where you could... I don't know. But they used to have a little slot outside outside of the Blockbuster. It's like a... Like a bin. And you just put in... What you rented... It wasn't a part of Blockbuster. I think it was Redbox. We came from that to streaming and Netflix. I mean, you know, what was it? In mid-90s Blockbuster came out and then you get Redbox, you know, pretty much put them out of business. And then you could rent, buy movies online to streaming and CD. I mean, remember the same goodies? And, you know, CD stores and record stores used to sell CDs. Now, I don't Now, I think they sell MP3s. You go in there and you go and you buy a an mp3 thing and then of the, of the record you want you just plug it in your computer download it on that and there you go i think i haven't i haven't been to a cd store unless because i spotify spotify apple music that's all you need You know, I don't even I don't even rent video games or buy video games. I don't even have you know physical copies. I, everything's digital for me. I just buy them online and download them online. And I see people with like physical copies still. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I like to have the physical copy. Like I remember going standing in line for the for the the Call of Duty games at midnight. But, you know, to me, I like, I like going on the Xbox, turning it on, and just going to your game and playing it. You don't have to open up the disc tray and take one out and put one in. You can just jump game to game. And the Xbox Series X is coming out with a digital, <laughs> with, no, with no CD slot. Same thing with the PlayStation 5. You'd get one with the cd tray or you could get one without it and what i'm hearing is the one without the cd tray uh, you know you don't get the blu-ray player and this and that you know some of the other gadgets but you know who cares i, I don't really watch movies on my xbox anyway to me i'm not really <laughs> I'm not really interested in a 4 or 5K movie or Blu ray movie. I'd, I'd go, I go, if I'm going to buy a movie on the Xbox, I just hit, what is it? SD format. I don't even know what that stands for. But that's what I get. I get the SD format, and then because it's the cheapest. Cause a blu-ray or a 4k one was like what 20 bucks and then you go to the you know the regular one 720 and it's like 15 bucks to me it doesn't really matter as long as i can see the screen and watch the movie it doesn't matter what kind of if it's clear or it's more uh, sharper or you know the the quality i don't care it just as long as i can watch a movie it doesn't have to be the best looking you know speaking of video games remember back in the day when well you know this is the older generation my generation you are know, the 30 in your 30s 38 maybe in your 50s when your parents came home on a saturday and they had that big black suitcase. You know, they get. You know, it's on all night. The most exciting thing is to see your parents. I mean, they go to the store, right? They go to the movie store, and you know, you could rent the Super Nintendo or the Sega or the or the Nintendo. Well, I'm talking about the Nintendo, the original one. And they would go to the store. And they would hint, like maybe we could get you the rent you the Nintendo. Now, the the bad thing about doing that is is that they only have so many you know systems there. Okay, and you could rent them, but if they don't have them, you're just SOL. You just shit out a lot. You ain't gonna play it. But When your parents gone to this the to rent movies, they come back, and they had this big black suitcase. It's huge. You know, you know, you got it. I remember when my parents came home, and they had it, and they opened it up. There's the super, there's the Nintendo Mario all damn night pizza, uh, soda, and and Mario. Duck Hunt, I think it even came with Duck Hunt, Donkey Kong, the Super Nintendo was a game changer, I remember renting that, and getting, because, when you go to the, like, you know, Walmart, or Target, or, you know, the mall, or the video game plays at the mall, they used to have the, they, I don't even know if they have it still, but they used to have, like, a little area where you could play, the game right there in the in the store and i remember playing uh super mario world with luigi and just sitting there playing it while my parents are just walking about and they're like oh come on i'm like okay just hold up until one christmas night we got her on That was an exciting time. When you remember when you used to believe in Santa? All you lucky kids out there that your parents let you have an imagination when you were little? The good old days where your parents wasn't an asshole and just said, Yeah, it's not real. They let you they let you believe in something. The Easter Bunny, the, you know, Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy, you know, building up your imagination, letting you believe in something. When uh, my brothers had their kids, I found the art of, you know, letting them behave. You know, my parents used to do it to me. They used to to say it, like, you know, you don't behave, you know, Santa Claus ain't going to come this year. You're like, okay, okay, I'm not going to do it. But, you know, I was watching watching this documentary, this is what I'm trying to get at. I was watching this documentary on Netflix about video games, and they showed Mortal Kombat, and the actors that played, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Sonya, Liu Kang, they showed it. I guess Liu Kang played all the characters. Luke Kang. He played Sub-Zero. Everyone. All of them. Except Sonya and Johnny Cage. And they based Johnny. What they said is that they based Johnny Cage off of John Call Van Damme. Because in like Bloodsport or whatever. He did the splits. And he punches dude in the balls. And in the game they. Johnny Cage does a split. And he punches the dude in the balls. They said they based Johnny Cage off of. John claude I didn't know that so I was like online and I thought like I remember going to the arcade and playing Mortal Kombat now for you know the people that don't know is that I mean Mortal Kombat at the arcade was the shit I mean there'd be a long line and Only the better players there knew how to do the fatalities. If you did a fatality, I mean, it was off the hook. Yeah, they had like a piece of paper on the side of the arcade that shows you the, you know, up, down, left, right, ABAB start or whatever it is. I don't know. But that's how they show you how to do the the fatality. And so you you look at that paper and you try to remember it. But, you know, in an intense fight. On, in Mortal Kombat, and then you win, you're like, oh, you forget everything, I remember you only could play, at first, you only could play Mortal Kombat on the arcade, and it was, the, I mean, it was the shit, everybody played it, then when it came out on, I think it was Super Nintendo, I think it was Super Nintendo, that, the first one came out, yeah, Liu Kang, Shang Tsung, Sonya Blade, Kano, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Reptile, Goro. So Reptile was like a hidden character in Mortal Combat. The first Mortal, Kombat, now Mortal Combat Two came out. I mean, I went to. They used to have this uh, pizza place over here where I live, and it was a couple floors. I mean, I mean, the third floor would be like a bowling alley, and then the first floor would be you know like a pizza place. And then on the, on another floor would be all these like restaurants. And they had an ar- arcade up there. And one of the arcade was Mortal no, Kombat 2. And there would be so like 20 to 30 people around this arcade watching. Like waiting for their turn. I remember this. And when Mortal Kombat 3 came out. It was. I mean, it, I think. I don't know if they, that they was an arcade or what. But I remember getting it on 64, I think it was. I'm not too sure. But Mortal Kombat 3 was like a game changer because you would have all these like characters that you could play. I mean, new cybot sector, all these new characters. And I remember like every time they would like announce like, "Hey, Mortal Kombat's coming out." And I remember thinking, "Who the characters going to be?" We used to, as kids, we would draw like characters like that could possibly, because I think they even had like a contest, like you could draw a character and you send it in and Midway might, you know, put them in the game. I remember Kentaro in Mortal Kombat 2. Kentaro was like a half Horus, half dude. I remember I remember like one of my friends or my brother's beat the second one. It was like everyone was like crazy. Cuz you could see like cuz they have like power bars up there and then you get him down to like a sliver like oh my god he's going to do it. And he'd be fucking up and you'd be he'd almost get beat. Exciting stuff. Then they had MK Four. I think MK Deadly Alliance, Mortal Kombat Deception. I think it, what was the next one after this? Uh, Armageddon. They have Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Then the 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 sick ones start coming out. You know the ones that were like, oh, half damn real. Mortal Kombat, you know, where you, you they just get into, like, into it. And Mortal Kombat 10 and then the 11 one. The one that just came out. has Robocop, you know. Yeah, I think they even have Terminator in there. So, yeah, that, I mean, Mortal Kombat was, like, a really big part of my childhood. I mean, this is a uh, pool hall. We used to skip school to go there and play. They had Mortal Kombat 2 there. We used to skip school and go over there. And me and my younger brother used to go over there all the time. We'd go bowling and then go play Mortal Kombat. All the time. And there would be no one there at the pool hall like dur- during the school. So you had the pool hall all to yourself. And the guy that was running it didn't give a shit. We'd sit there and play pool. Foosball. They had foosball there nobody in there and we would play more we go to the desk and we get like three or four dollars for the quarters and just play all day until you know school was out and we get to go home (laughs) all the things we used to do i don't think my mom even knows to this day A little fun thing that I was like reading today: uh, a Willie Nelson Farm Aid 35th anniversary. Oh my God! If you're in, I, I don't even know where it's at, Texas. If you, if, if you can get there, or I don't know how they're gonna do it, but you know, Farm Aid this year is gonna be insane. Obviously, he's gonna have Neil Young, John Mellencamp, and the guy that's headlining it all. Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews band is gonna end the night. Now this bill is huge. Uh, I don't know what what it's gonna, how they're gonna do it. But they have, it's Virtual Farm Aid featuring the Black Pumas, Bonnie Raitt, Boz Skaggs. I'm thinking that's the, the, Ricky Skaggs' son, Brandy Carlisle, Chris Stapleton, Eddie Brickell, with uh, Charlie Sexton, Jack Johnson, Jamie Johnson, John Baptiste, Kelsey Walden, Lucas Nelson. I think that's Willie Nelson's son. Gonna have a bunch of good Nathaniel Ratl- Ratliff, and the Night Sweats. I think they're called, and they're gonna have. They're, they said many more to be added. Now, Farm Aid is a is a is a really cool deal, and Willie Nelson only you know it spon- has sponsors that help the farmers. That's another cool thing he does. He only has like if, if uh, something someone wants to sponsor this thing, and they and they would have to have something to do with farming, helping the farmer. And Willie Nelson really thinks that boy, he, it's a true. That farmers are very important to the earth and and our and our and our economy. They feed America. Puts this thing on every year. Last year was a big big one. He did a big one last year. This year looks like he's just gonna blow it up. <laughs> and Willie Nelson is a good singer, and his his son Lucas. It sounds exactly like him. If you you have a CD of Willie Nelson and you have a CD of Lucas and you listen to Lucas, you would think you're listening to Willie. I don't know if he has the hair like Willie, but he damn sure sounds like him. Crazy. When I first heard it. And I don't think anybody else does anything for farming, other than William Nelson. Willie Nelson put this thing on so many years ago, and it was such a little rinky-dink, you know, outfit. Now it's became this huge, you know, platform for the American farmer and to help farming communities. I'm pretty. I think Lucas Luke, Luke Bryant does it. He does. He. He. I think he did it a couple years ago or last year. That uh, Luke Bryant had uh, concerts for farms he has a he has his concerts on farms he did one right here here in uh, Iowa everybody lost their minds over here like, yeah 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 all right Just calm down they had this video that I see that uh Luke Bryant was singing and this guy was in the audience he's like videotaping, he must have been like third row and Lucas Luke, Luke Bryant come out And someone threw a beer and hit him right in the ball sack. Best video I've ever saw. He wasn't happy, but uh, I I replayed that thing because it's a little, like, you know, two-minute clip. And I I watch it, like, 50, 80 times. Now, this thing came across that really caught my eye. Uh, New England Patriots... And you know what go on going on behind closed doors. No one really knows, so I don't know how we got this information. Uh has to do with uh let me see here. Okay. Okay, Giselle Bunchin, he's the wife of Tom Brady, right? Apparently what this guy is saying is, uh, she she blew up in this meeting that she went with uh, with Tom Brady in New England over the treatment of Tom Brady. Jill and Brady went in for a meeting with Robert Kraft discussing Bill Belichick and the treatment of Tom Brady. She says it's ridiculous after all these years, Bill Belichick still treats. Tom like a, a fucking Johnny Foxborough now, I don't know what that means but I'm it's not good I'm thinking this is a meeting to you know negotiate Tom Brady's like trying to you know talk him into staying in, in Foxborough the judge Giselle wasn't having any of that she's like no 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 you guys are you guys had your chance and you guys are picking Bill Belichick over one of the greatest quarterbacks, but in my opinion, one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. And you guys treat him like shit. You guys don't pay him. Bill Belichick dresses him down in front of the team. I mean, humiliates him, yells at him. And he's like, I mean, he's, what is he, 40, 44 years old? Files Tom Brady and punch Bill Belichick right in the goddamn face. Now I'm a New England Patriots fan, big time, but I am not a huge fan of Bill Belichick. Everybody thinks that Bill Belichick is the brains behind the New England steam engine just plowing through. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but... Bill Belichick used to coach the Cleveland Browns. He only won like three games. Now, Drew Brees is my quarterback. I, I started rooting for uh, the Patriots back in the 90s. I used to have a Drew Brees jersey in high school. This is way before Tom Brady was even there. Boy, I was I was a fan when they went to the Super Bowl and played Green Bay and got you know got shellacked. But I'm not a I'm not a Johnny Come Lately when it comes to New England football. Willie Clay, I know I know them all. Then they said that the the, the foundation started to crack when he when uh, Bill Belichick made the decision in 2000, 2017 when he banned the trainer from. You remember he he the Alex Guerrero the uh, Tom Brady's personal trainer was on the plane and Bill Belichick said no 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 you're not a part of this team get out right then and there that's when everything started going haywire. Because Alex Guerrero used to, you know, he's Tom Brady's personal trainer. But I guess he was interfering with New England's personal trainers. Because the players were going to Alex. All of them. And Bill Belichick said, no, we got our own trainers. We don't need you. You're not a part of the team. You're out. So he was banned from the sidelines and the charter planes. And he wasn't traveling with Tom Brady anymore. Now, I don't know what happened for him to make that decision. Maybe Alex and him had, a, had an argument. Or Alex was overstepping his bounds. That, to me, it doesn't that doesn't really matter. He's a trainer. I could see if he went up to Giselle and said, no, you can't come to any more games. That's when I would have been like, you, I'm out of here. You guys don't pay me shit. I'd give you a sweetheart discount. No more. Alex Crafter even said that he really he really was disappointed in, in Tom Ray's decision, wishing that he would stay, but you know that that that, that train had left the station. Long time ago, I think I think I think Tom Brady already made the decision in 2017. Said so when my contract up, I'm I'm the fuck out of here. I mean, I win these games. I win two straight Super Bowls. I I go undefeated for you. I do everything you ask, and this is the way you're gonna treat me. He's just a trainer. But I know, you know, we got Cam Newton now. I'm sticking with it. Everyone's asking me, so who are you going to root for, Ned? I was like, Tom Brady isn't an end-all, be-all. We do have Bill Belichick. I'll give him that. Jared Stenham, I don't think, you know, if he's going to be the quarterback, then, then so be it. I'm gonna be a Patriots fan. I'm not a bill bill fan. I'm a Patriots fan That means they could fire bills ass tonight and I'll still be the still be a fan. I Was a fan when we wasn't that good And another thing I don't know if you guys know this but before Tom Brady came in and drew Bledsoe was the quarterback he wasn't doing that good. Tom Brady comes in. He wins a couple straight. Maybe he loses one or two. And he takes them to the Super Bowl. And he just, you know, first year he's stepping on the field. Not even the starter. And wins the game. Wins the Super Bowl. Against a mighty, <laughs> one of the best LA Rams teams out there. Or St. Louis, I think it was St. Louis Rams at the time. When they were the what the greatest show on turf. Kurt Warner and all them guys. Juggernaut, one of the best defenses, great one of the greatest offenses. And Tom Brady just goes in there and wins. And everyone says, Oh, you know, you you know how lucky Tom Brady is, and this and that. No, like it has nothing to do with it. When you could drive a team down in less than a minute and get them in position to kick a field goal and win the game, and if that's luck, then, then you could think what you want. Luck to me is when you're a quarterback of the Giants, Eli, and you throw it to Tyree or whatever his name is, You 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 you're sure enough sacked, right? You're sure enough sacked. The game's over if this happens. I think it was fourth down. The game's over if this happens. Somehow gets out of it, throws up a prayer, and the guy catches it with like three Patriots hanging on him. With he catches it with his helmet. Now, if they had replay, I think that would have been incomplete. Because I'm thinking that ball hit the ground. <laughs> I'm going to my grave saying it. There's no really, like, real evidence. I looked at all the replays and all the angles, and there's no really, you can't really tell. But in the back of my mind, I think it hit the ground, and we won. Pulling off... That's that's luck right there. That is luck. Did Tom Reddy ever do anything like that? Uh no. I mean, I don't know, I think he has the most winning game winning drives in the NFL. I think he has the most. I think he's the the the, the leader in that in that stat. And to see him, oh my God, go go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and seeing him with that red on and then going, to, and then not even that, just a, the dagger, seeing Gronkowski sitting there with that jersey on, it just, it, I'm not going to lie, that, that, that kind of puts a, that's a punch to the gut right there. Like, damn, man. You're you, Maybe it was Bill Belichick. Gronkowski probably, I know he says he was battered up and beat up and, you know, at a young age of, I don't know what he is. He's 35? 31? I don't know how old he is. But, you know. He's a big guy, Gronkowski's a big guy, so they always go for his knees, or or I see a couple cheap shots, you know, helmet-to-helmet helmet hits on him. He just gets, he gets beat up. Oh, and another news, you know, Jags, Jaguars wave Leonard Fournette after eight, three seasons. Playing on there, I, I, to me, Leonard Fournette back, back when they were in that, in that, they're going for that Super Bowl run, and they played the Patriots in the playoffs. I, Leonard Fournette never looked any better in that game. He played really good. Yeah, he had some injuries and everything, but you know, Jaguars franchise, that's a that's a dumpster fire right there. To me, if I was Leonard, I would be like, <laughs> thank God. And then uh, some more football news. I'm just going to get this out there. The redshirt freshman uh, set to start for Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler. He's going to get the nod. I don't know if he's, 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 I don't, he, I don't know if he, he played last year. But he's a redshirt freshman, so he's going to, he's going to play. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, Man. If this guy isn't running for the Heisman, I, I, I'm i going to say Oklahoma is like the place to be if you're a quarterback. They're saying that this guy is like a running threat and a great passing quarterback. They say he's across from Baker Mayfield and, and I don't know the other guy that won the Heisman there. But, looks like Oklahoma's going to make that run again. Are They're not even they going to have it. Are they going to have the playoffs this year? I don't even know. I'm going to have to look into that. I don't even know the, if the NCAA is going to have the playoffs or not. I think they, they came out and said there ain't going to be no championship game. So, uh, you could win your conference, I guess. That would be the ultimate goal anyway. You talk to any team in a conference in college football, they would say our number one goal is to be our conference champion. Like we're not, we could be three and or whatever. We could have a winning season and not make it to the playoffs. But as long as we're in the running for that, that conference championship, nothing else matters. Because to me, you got to win your conference to get in it anyway. And Oklahoma's been consistent. They better be ready in a couple years because I think Nebraska will be ready for that one. With the kind of players we're getting in 2021, yeah, I think we'll be ready. Now, Frost got out of the mindset of playing upperclassmen, this is my thing. I think he plays the upperclassmen. I, you, he's already said it. We got a, we got a couple seniors coming through, and and to, the twenty twenty one class is not going to be that big because we got seniors. <laughs> Dude, who cares? Get the best players that you can get, and play the best player. Now I don't know what's what's happening over there. Or how his decision making is going? or How he makes the decisions. To me, to, he, already, he said that he's going to play the best player. But if that's the case, I think Lucas McCaffrey was the best player last year. He just didn't do nothing but, you know, I think it was like three straight drives to get us within scoring. I mean, to beat Iowa. Three straight scoring drives. That wasn't wasn't Adrian Martinez. This is Lucas McCaffrey. But, you know, we're setting up to, you know, make that run. I think we're going to get better. You know, three seasons, you can't really... I say four seasons, you should have everybody you want. And if you ain't winning half your games after that, then... I mean Mike Riley was a good quarterback but and he's a good recruiter. He was a really good recruiter, but I don't know his mentality of 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 coaching games was up to par with the recruiting with his with his staff or whatever. Nebraska should have known what they were getting when they recruited, I mean when they hired a coach from Oregon State that wasn't really all that good. And I don't know. I don't know what the what the whole thing was that about. They probably did ask Frost. And Frost, and Frost probably turned him down. As a matter of fact, I know he did. He wasn't going to come back with that chancellor in, in the office. When he heard B- Bill Moose was in there, I think that's what pretty much settled the score. They're bringing back the old ways, guys. I, I'm, I can't wait to the future and hold. I'm not talking about this year because. Until I see what what I need to see in in live, you know, live contact. Then I'll make my decision. We got sports coming up. I'm gonna take a real quick break. I'm gonna go down all the scores, playoffs, NBA. NHL playoffs, I got some scores over there baseball, you know, I'm gonna go down some of the the Important games in baseball. I'm gonna go down to the 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 leaders and AL and NL Okay, now let's get this thing rolling Got a couple couple scores from yesterday. This is from Monday's Uh, games, NHL, MLB, NBA, bubbles are working, uh, MLB is up and running again, still chugging along, NBA, some exciting shit going down in there. I don't know. It's just (laughs) I'm here watching the World War II documentary. The best, I think, some of the best documentaries is World War II. I I don't know why I I get into it. I don't know. I'm just just like the the best one out there. It's on Netflix. World War II in color. I mean, but every time you hear like a every time you like a documentary or or even that World War II video game, the Call of Duty one just the the music's so somber it's just so somber, just so ominous every time it's like a big cello, just like and it's spooky and it's like just it's just not that like documentary every time you hear something on World War two, it's always like this sad ass like. Do, 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 do. Music that always plays every time I talk about it in my head is just that. Just that music starts rolling around in my brain. Are we gonna talk about this? Okay. Do 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 do. do. World War II documentary. Saving Private Ryan. You know the music and that, you know, it's always <laughs> just so somber. I'm am I'm I'm into it though. I like it. I like the documentaries. I like I like seeing the things that that helped us win the war and how the Nazis were advancing and the places they occupied and you know, just some of the things you hear is just like wow. I mean, this this is back in the day where you know I hear it a lot. I mean, they always say you know Germany was far more advanced than the United States was. Didn't we stole their their scientists and stuff, their engineers, their guns was like next level, their planes was next level, their 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 ships. I don't know about their ships. I don't think that was. You know a big deal but the gunpower they had I mean next-level shit you know I went on like YouTube and I they take you a tour through you know Auschwitz and and the Battle of Normandy Utah Omaha Beach you know D-Day stuff and it is really interesting to me to watch all that stuff and it's still there I mean and you could walk around right on the beach they they say there's like communities now over there. It's just weird to see, from when you're watching documentaries and, and you watch, see video clips of of the people that are uh, that are laying there dead, hundreds and thousands it seems like of soldiers just laying there in the in the water, drowning. I mean, and then to see to see like this like tour on YouTube of someone like walking on the beach, it's like nothing even happened there. And the history behind it all is just insane. And just think, you know, you know if I ever walked that beach, I, there would be a feeling in me that, you know, just an overcome with like some kind of emotion or something like that. Just in my mind, I, w- I wouldn't get, I, c- I couldn't grasp it to think that I'm standing on the very ground that, that the United States, you know, first, first advanced in Germany. I I I I couldn't I couldn't grasp that kind of kind of thought in my own brain saying there was there was people lying all around here dead. So so let's get on to the <laughs> sports, I guess. I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just lost in my own little world over here. Okay, For the, we're gonna get down to the NHL real quick. Now, to me, NHL is probably one of the best. Uh, to me, is the fastest, most exciting sport. You know, to ever be invented. Rough, tough. You got to be a tough son of a bitch to play it. Now. I'm a, I'm a Boston fan and they played Tampa Bay yesterday and I could tell where this was going. Tampa Bay is one of the best, you know, teams in the, in the NHL. Las Vegas is, looks next level. Uh, Tampa yesterday beat Boston three to two. Which ends that series, beating us four to one, and knocks us out of the playoffs. Um, I, I could see it. They they just game one, game two. Yeah, I could just tell. Like that, wow, man, this this team is on a whole different level than than Boston. And to think that we went to the the, the Stanley Cup championship, went to the Ch- Stanley Cup game. And played for the Stanley Cup last year. You know, it's weird how like a year, you know, the big difference in a year. Because, was it the Washington Nationals won the whole thing? What, what two, two years ago? And this year, get bounced right out of there, quick. And if they had a season, I don't think they would have even made the playoffs. If there was a season, but this year they had a tournament and they just played their way in. But I think we'll be back. We'll be back in contention. I mean, every year we're in, we're in contention. But, you know, Tampa Bay will advance. And they'll probably win the whole thing. I don't know. I think they they said they were, that. I think they said that uh, there's never there's never been a back-to-back uh, Stanley Cup champion in a long time. This could be the year. I'm under the saying that Tampa Bay won it last year. St. Louis won it last year, but they're still in it. And then the other game, uh, Dallas and Colorado. Dallas losing six to three, but you know Dallas leads at three two they they were trying to end the series yesterday and they just couldn't do it Colorado looked to be really good I mean they looked like a juggernaut that was like wow man Colorado's way better than I thought, but then you know D- Dallas is i mean they they were so good in the in the last round I think they swept them. But they were scoring. They were like seven to zero, five to zero games. Dallas look look really good. They could, well, they're up three two. But you know who knows? They're in a bubble. There's no there's no really real momentum to get. There's no fans behind you. There's no you can't get hyped. So that series is still alive. So you know, think of it in a bubble. You know, there is no home field advantage. So same thing in the n b a there's no crowd there's no home field advantage there's really no momentum that a team could get same in that a b in n b a miami and milwaukee played yesterday, and I kind of watched some of this game and uh milwaukee is the number one seed all right they're the best team in in this division and Miami, Miami and Milwaukee play and got a Guyanus. I don't even know how to say his name. Giannis Okiavkambo, <laughs> the Greek freak. He is just a large human being doing what he wants when he wants, get out of the way, dunk it from 30 feet out, and then go on and play defense. Um, I... I don't know what the real game plan is for Miami, is to shut him down first on whoever wants to shoot, shoot. That's what would be my game plan. The Michael Jordan role, just, just make sure he doesn't get in the air type of thing. Miami wins at 115-104, so they take the series 1-0, so it's game one, and it, I mean... It, it, it looks like it's going to be really good. I mean, I I was because I'm an Orlando fan in the NBA in, in basketball. I'm an Orlando fan, and to see Orlando take game one in the last series against Milwaukee, I was like, "You guys, you guys think we're a bunch of chumps around here? You guys, you guys don't even know who you fucking with." Orlando's going to do it, and uh, Giannis like. You guys think you're on this on uh, on my level. You guys think you you guys think you you got you have the the athletes like me. Fucking Giannis, oh, I don't even know his last name. I just say Giannis. Giannis just just it looked effortless. He 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 just. Turned it up to an 11. And he just started dunking this. And shooting that. And pushing people all the way. And just just completely terrorized Orlando. Now game one didn't go the way they did. And this is what I think is going to happen. Milwaukee's going to hear that chatter. Because what I think. What I heard is that. Because it's in a bubble. And all these teams are in the same same arena or whatever. So when they someone gets beat. They go in the showers, and then there's the opposing team with them, the team that they're playing. So I don't know if, if Orlando was talking shit in the locker rooms while Giannis was around, and Giannis was hearing this shit like, oh, they guys think you guys are going to win this fucking thing? And I hope Miami didn't say anything like that. <laughs> Do not piss that team off, because they will just take the next four and just tell you, get on. Because a lot of people picked Milwaukee. They say it's going to be Milwaukee and LA. So we'll see. It's only game one, y'all. And I thought Orlando was going to give them a hell of a series, but you know they just don't have the firepower. And plus, they were it was a depleted team. They didn't have the bench Milwaukee had. They were, they were, they, at the, at game one, and then game two, they, they just looked like they were tired. Just fell off the cliff, and Milwaukee just steamrolled up. Okay, and the, the second game over here, really exciting game, tied, the series is tied, well, Houston was leaning at two to three. Houston, or, and, uh, Oklahoma, um, Houston, well, I think Houston has the better players, Um, but James Harden, every time I watch Houston play, James Harden looks like a one-man team, Uh, he thinks he's the guy over there. It's like he he don't have a team. It's just him. Like, are you going to ever pass the ball? You're sitting here shooting up bricks, just sucking it up. So Houston OKC playing yesterday. Houston gets beat 100-104. OKC takes takes game five. So they're going to go game seven. Or game six. They take game six. They're going to go game seven tomorrow night. So, if Houston loses, I'm going to laugh. Because I'm sick and tired of seeing James Harden out there, like, all by himself. Even though he has, like, other players around him that could definitely shoot. And he's just like, I'm the guy that's going to shoot. You pass it to me, and I'm going to do whatever I want. Fuck your game plan. Fuck my teammates. It's just me out here doing my thing. And... I don't know. To me, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. If if I was if I was the 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 commissioner running that organization, I would say Harden. You know, you're just not, you're just not you know. You're just not a, a a player's teammate. You know, you're just not a. You know, you're not a. You know. To me, it doesn't get along with his teammates. To me. I mean, they have some of the best players over there. James Harden is good; he is good. But to take every three point ever in every game, come on now, that's that's crazy. Every time I watch that team, every time, let's go. Here he goes. James Harden's going to shoot it. Yep. Did he brick it? Yep. They should have been done with this game. Instead, okay, see they give him life. Now, CP3 isn't isn't that that you no one to be fucking with. He shot some incredible shots last night. This turnaround jumper, I think to ice the game. I mean, it was a, a, to see someone do something like that is like Kobe-esque. And he he drained some shots last night. And I kind of think you know CP three put that the, his his team on his shoulders. and said, like, "We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this together." Though, that's what I like. I like I like the team playing together. See, Giannis is the, isn't isn't that guy. You don't see him shooting up threes when there's someone right in front of him. No, because he's gonna run the play. He's gonna he's gonna. Be a, be a teammate. To me, you know, it's not all about one person, James Harden. You got other, you got other players that are just capable. You got a center, everything, James Harden. You don't have to shoot all the time. then Diddy, Diddy's like behind the three point line, right? And he's like two, three feet behind it, shooting. Brick. James Harden. And I can't wait to see this game seven because I hope they, I hope Houston loses. And I want everybody to point at at James and saying, this is you. This is you, buddy. Because James Harden doesn't play the best defense. He doesn't. He just don't play defense. Cause he'll 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 rebound. But he ain't gonna he ain't gonna play no defense. He's terrible at it. I've seen it. If you watch the playoffs, if you watch James Harden play defense, it's it, it's not good. He's just not playing good i see, seen, you know, James is a, is a, he's a dead eye behind that free throw, but come on now, when there's someone in front of you, just dean you up, and he's got you locked down, and you're still going to try to shoot it, one in every 20, maybe. Giannis, he went lights out. I don't know how what, what this game was, but he he went like twelve for twelve in in one half of a, a playoff game. He shot a hundred percent because you know on TNT they have that you know that shot you know the they have they show that little screen and they show where he shot around the rim and whatever and it's just green everywhere and if you miss it it would be like a red circle where he shot it but it's <laughs> he didn't miss that day I think it was against Orlando yeah it was against Orlando alright now we're going to get on to some Major League Baseball I really don't watch a lot of it but when I do I like to watch, I like to lounge around and watch it If I'm flicking through and there's nothing else, there's nothing on and I'll watch a game. I'll sit down and watch a, watch a good old fashioned baseball game while I'll slowly slip into dreamland. (coughs) Now that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to like just go through the, the, the. Yesterday's important games. I'm not going to go through every one, every game that played last night, but I'm going to go through the standings, the 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 and the AL and NL. I'll do this. I'm, I'm not going to go through every dang score imaginable, but I like to go through the standings. Everybody wants to know where their team is. And that's what I I, I want to know where every team is. I don't know if they're like 15, 15 and twenty. What what does that mean? Where are they at? Okay, is that good or is that bad? Are they tied? Or are they are they you know in the top? Are they up in there? Are they going to be a wild card? What are they? What is this? So we're going to go through the AL East. We're going to go through AL East and the Central and the West real quick. It's uh. You got the the Rays topping of them off. You know, Yankees was up there, they were up there, they were they were doing really good. The Rays twenty five and eleven, and the Yankees are nineteen and fourteen, so they're right there. I mean, obviously the Rays is, is got that jump on them, <laughs> big time jump on them, because the Yankees were devastating that 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 the the East, and now you know the Devil, Ray, Devil Rays are. In command big-time 25 and 11 Blue Jays right under there in the third spot 18 and 15 and uh, And the Oreos is 15 and 19 you have another team in there, but they're so way out of good that I think it, I think it was Boston, but they're a so lot of contention. It's not even worth mentioning <laughs> So, you know 18 and 15 15 and 19 that that that's them spots are still open a lot of games to be played yet. They're past midway. Obviously, twenty-five and eleven. That's, uh, that's thirty-six games. So they're 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 past midway because there's only six games. So we're getting down to down to where winning is crucial right now. And uh, White Sox twenty-two and thirteen. Indians twenty-one and fourteen. Very close right here in the Central. The Twins twenty and sixteen. The Tigers sixteen and sixteen. There, there is a lot of games to be played yet. So these, these, right now in the, in the central, that's a really close race. Um, the White Sox obviously have a one game lead. Uh, uh, the Indians and I mean that's going to be you know one of those situations where you know if they got to someone's got to have someone to lose to get in. That's one of them things, because the Indians are really good, the White Sox are pretty good, and to have them two teams and the Twins too, twenty and sixteen, Minnesota right there in the, in the mix. So that's really really tight, close race, and that's going to be down to the final five. I guarantee it. The final five games are going to be really crucial in the Central, and it's it a loss could be so damning right now. That's how close this that that this race is. You know you, you can't you can't lose. And the West is a little bit different. Athlete, the athletics twenty-two and twelve, Astros nineteen and fourteen. The Mariners are fifteen and twenty-two. So they're they're they they got a long ways. And the Rangers are twelve and twenty-one. So I would right now think that those team that that the Mariners and Rangers, they're it's too late for them. I mean, if the a- Athletics and Astros continue to win, then is it uh you, you you ain't gonna get in there. Hopefully you 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 would, because the Rays and Yankees that's 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 a hell of a gap to for the the Yankees to to try to close, and they got a lot of makeup games to go through. I think they're good. they did one today, so a lot of doubleheaders yet for the Yankees, and uh, the makeup games. So they they got to they got to get that that candle lit right over there. So the, I think. The the Indians, the Astros, the Mariners, and you got the Yankees and Blue Jays not really playing all that good, so th- those teams might be out, and you're gonna have like a, the Central and West, you know. You know it could be tough luck for the Yankees because to have that many, I mean, this, I mean the Central that's that is a really, even the Tigers 16 and 16, you know they they could still you know win two or three games. You don't go to like a winning streak, like a three or four game win streak. That's nineteen and sixteen, and then they're right back in there. So depending on what the White Sox, Indians, and Twins end up doing, so. And I'm looking at this, and the West is like they got a. It's like a huge gap between the Athletics and the Astros. And who would have known at this point that the, the Athletics, the I think the Oakland A's are, this good. And so, like a, you know, a lot of baseball yet, a lot of makeup games to 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 play. So th- I'm not saying that this this is, it's a done deal. I mean, it's a. I think the the Tagger well, the Mariners and Rangers. Yeah. To go 15 and 22 and 12 and 21. Uh. It's hard to say right there because. They got to have athletics to lose at least five games. And to have only like 20 games to go, 25 games yet. You know, it's only a matter of time till where they're mathematically out. And then we're going to go to the NL now. We're going to talk about this. In the East, Central, and West, the NL East, the Braves, are leading the pack twenty and fourteen. The Phillies fifteen and fifteen. Marlins fifteen and fifteen. So that's all tied up right there. Mets fifteen and twenty. Nationals twelve and twenty. Uh, that's a the Nationals are out. I'm just gonna have to say that the Nationals. I don't think they're gonna get in there. The Braves. Um. To me, twenty and fourteen with the Phillies and Marlins being 15-15 all. Um. That's a, I mean we we that's a close race. That we're just going to have to wait and see right there. And the central the Cubs get right back up on there. They were lo, they were slipping a little. They were slipping. They had a losing streak. And now they're, they're back up there 20 and 14, the Cardinals 13 and 13. Brewers is 16 and 18. The Reds 15 and 20 and the Pirates are 10 and 22. The Pirates are out. Get out of there. 10 and 22. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much like phoned it in. At this point, and I remember when the Pirates were like really good a couple of years ago. I don't know, they just they just lost their way, I guess. So the Cubs and the Cardinals and Brewers, they're still in. All all, it's a, that's going to be a tight tight race. I'd say if if the Cubs could win the next eight, they pretty much locked themselves in because. They they've already done played thirty four games, and if you if you win eight, in twenty eight and fourteen, uh, you'll you'll have four. I think it was I think it's 42, 42 games. You pretty much locked yourself in. The Cardinals, I mean, wow. I mean, to, to be in the position that the Cardinals have been in uh, with the with the COVID stuff and and them trying to make up games and the doubleheaders, I think the Cubs and the Cardinals are just going to be there at the very end. I think they're just going to stand tall. They've done it for the last three years. I mean, and in the West... The Dodgers, Padres, Rockies, Giants. And Diamondbacks. Uh, Dodgers <laughs> Dodgers is 20 and 26 and 10. The Padres 22 and 15. Rockies 17 and 18. Giants 17 and 19. And the Diamondbacks roll them all out there. 14 and 22 21. They're out. I, I say they're out. So the Nationals, Pirates, Diamondbacks, out of there. There is no way they're going to get back in there. I could see if this was like a hundred and... What is it? 132 game season? Uh, I don't know how many. 160? That's a lot. I could see if we, we've we had a long ways to go, but there is no long ways to go. You, you only have a handful of games left. And, and we're past the midway point on most of these teams. So... To be 14-21... to 35 35 games played and you're 14 and 21. that's just uh, the way it goes. So we're getting down to the important games that I've seen. So we got the Cardinals and Reds. They're, they're 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 in contention. And the Cardinals, I think wins it 7 to 5 over the Reds. This is this is the big one. Rays and Yankees. They're right there. The Rays and the Yankees, number one and number two. Rays is number one, the Yankees in the second spot. And the Rays beat them five to three. The Yankees cannot let these games go, especially against the Rays. I can see if you're playing, you know, someone else, the Blue Jays or the Orioles. I mean, you could win them. But do not lose to the Rays, the, the, the division leader. Pirates Brewers in the game last night, six to five. Obviously, I said the Pirates are out. There's Masonata. I guess it's uh, important for the Brewers. That's why I put that on there. Cause they're sixteen and eighteen, and uh, they 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 gotta have the Cardinals to lose. And uh, right now they 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 won they won last night seven to five. So a very important race right there. Red the the White Sox and the Twins. The White Sox take it eight to five in that game. Very crucial. Very crucial games the Reds raising the Yankees. Keep would keep a close eye on that one. That was uh that was a, a a crucial game that the Yankees had to win and they let it slip by. Losing by two. That's all the sports that I got. I mean unless there's something else going on. To me it's gotten so I'm I'm gotten so desperate that I am watching like replays like on ESPNU. And just sitting down and watching them like it's it's going on right now, like it's live. I mean, granted that you know college football don't start until the end of the end of September, but you know, it's kind of cool to see it now. <laughs> to kind of just put in my mind like, yeah, they're playing, yeah. We gotta stay tuned with the whole Trump and and, and Big Twelve and the Big Ten conference how that all goes down how is he how's this how's this gonna work out is there other meetings scheduled i wonder my brother told me earlier today that that trump didn't meet with the big big 10 i was like oh, is that true or is that hearsay and then i get on the internet and boom there it is i was like wow telling me the truth I don't know why I don't believe him when he tells me this kind of shit, but you know, to me, I got to see it with my own eyes. Maybe someone told him and it's like word of mouth. Like, oh, how do you know? And then I get online and yes, he, he did make the call to Kevin Warren and he started getting the ball rolling into the conversation. Very productive. He says, so we're, we're going to have to wait. A I'm telling you. And then to me, it's a political strategy. Because like I said, Ohio State, uh, Ohio, Minnesota, you know, some of them are swing states, so. And, the, 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 you know, you're going to get a lot of college vote. I'm trying to get the college vote. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a political strategy. I dig it. I get it. Trying to win. He's going to win. Shit, I heard uh, I heard this guy say like he lived in a ghetto, he lives he lives in a in a ghetto. He's like, there's not one Biden poster in anybody's yard. It's all fucking Trump. He goes like that motherfucker ain't gonna win. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, and it's true. I don't I I live in this neighborhood where I live. I, I not one damn Biden poster. Nothing, no Biden flag, no Biden. 2020, nothing. No one wants to be associated with that creepo. They might be secretly voted for him. They're not going to put his poster out in front of their yard and say Biden. Trump is going to have just four more years and we can move on. It's, t- it's funny to me when I ever hear Trump like go on TV and he tells, tells us that he's killed a terrorist and to hear him say these names, Alec Baghdud. And you hear him say China. is <laughs> They're just ripping our hearts out. China. And I watched the, 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 the interview he did with the Barstool sports guy, Dave Portnoy. Uh, they started talking about this COVID thing and and and, and Dave Pornoy has his own little thing about it and he he asked Trump a, a question about it and he calls it a China disease. It's China. It's a China's disease. A <laughs> China virus. Very, very successful virus. Don't. Very... Very good virus. China. I mean, I like I like the president, but, you know, it's kind of funny to hear him talk and try to be political about stuff. Very shrewd businessman. I knew what he was going to do when he got in office. The things that he was going to sign and it all come fruition. Someone tells me, well, what has he done since he got in office? Well, you know. I said, he did build that wall. And he was like, well, people dig under it and people are getting over it with yeast. I was like, you didn't say if people were getting over it or under it. You asked me, what did Trump, what did Trump do since he, what, since he got in office that he said he was going to do? I was like, he built the wall. He's building the wall. Then he comes back and says, like, well, people are getting over it anyway. I was like, well, I don't give a fuck about that. There's a wall there. Like He said he's going to put the wall there. There's a wall there. The fuck are you talking about? See these these guys that, that hate Trump. I mean, their arguments are so far and few between. I, I mean, they say he's a racist, and he's like, well, why is he a racist? He hasn't said anything racist. What is, what is he racist about? There's like well, he is. All right, all right. To me, he ain't. When I end these things, I like to tell a little story that's happened to me. That's crucial. A little childhood memory. <laughs> well, it was me... I think my younger brother first started driving, I think. And this happened to me... I don't know, it was, it, was, it was just weird. It's not a, it's not a big story or anything. Uh, my brother started driving, first started driving, when he first started driving. We went to the store and uh, there was a, we, w- we went to our local Walmart and we got some stuff and on our way back, we noticed that there was like a grasshopper on his window, right on his driver's side window. His, on his door, he looks to his left. Like, look at there. There's a grasshopper right out there. It's like, how is he hanging on? It's on. A, it's hanging on on a window. How is he hanging on? I don't know. So, <laughs> um, we we get home and it's still there. It's big too. It's about the size of my my index finger. It's huge. Grasshopper. And, uh, he, uh, we get up to my driveway and we pull in, we park, we sit there for a while, open, he, he goes to open up his door. Now I'm already opened my door and I'm getting out and I look over the grasshopper had jumped off. So not thinking of anything. But it did go through my mind when I was getting out and I kind of peeked up over the the car hood, the top. It did go through my mind that he's jumped over he's jumping over the car. Now, Now this is this happened when I poked my head up. The grasshopper did jump over the hood, landed right on my nose. Like right on there and like, not like on the tip of my nose, but like right by my eyes. And I shit you not, we were, me and that grasshopper was eye to eye. He landed right there on the bridge of my nose and he, he was looking down into my soul. And he ended up, he, he jumped on it and I'm like, oh, oh shit. And he jumped off. My brother had no idea what happened. He didn't see it. He's like, what's the matter? I was like, Goddamn, that grasshopper jumped over the car. And when I was getting out, it landed right on my nose. Like staring right into my eyeballs, man. He started laughing. And I don't know what, what they have to grapple on anything. But when it landed on my nose and it jumped off, it, like it, it itched. Like, he grasped onto my goddamn nose. And, like, and when he jumped off, it, like, you know, like a, I don't know. Like, he did something to my nose. Because it itched, like a mosquito bite. But not as intense. So, I think it's, like, it is his legs are, like, rigid to hold on to shit. And he grappled onto my goddamn nose. And he jumped off, you know. It lasted a lesson in like a second, because he jumped right on there and jumped off. It was just weird how that thing happened, and why is this shit happening to me? I swear to God, like when I go out to concerts, and I must be a magnet for fucking weirdos because every time in South in Sioux City, to Lincoln, to St. Louis, I when I went uh, um, uh, mid Mid Iowa. Um, Des Moines, Iowa. I mean, everywhere I'd go, there's always some fucking weirdo near me. Like, why ain't he outside? Why isn't he in front? Because I, when I go to rock shows, I don't go up front anymore. When I was younger, yes, I did. I get up there, I enjoy the mosh pit, you know, sing along, drink beer, throw shit, you know, watch fights. I watch this shit. Every time I'm at rock shows, so I go. We we're in in, South, in South Sioux. Some drunk fucker would be damn near falling into me. Like, oh my god, why, why all the time when I go to these shows? There's always this drunk fucking weirdo sitting there. I went to Saturday in the Park, and. We were, uh, it was a, me and my brothers, our girlfriends, we're all sitting there. Uh, Sublime was playing and we were all sitting there and for some goddamn reason, right in front of me, there's this drunk dude jumping up and down. I'm like, what? Well, why can't this guy be back here up there to the side, to the left, to the right, somewhere other than near right there in front of me. There's this one dude, we were in, uh, were in Lincoln, we went to go see, uh, it's a big rock show, Chevelle. Um, it was me and my brother and it, our friend. We go up there and Papa Roach, huge bill. And right next to me, right on my left, this dude is like bumping into my shoulder and I kind of look. This guy is so fucked up drunk. Like he's... And the beer they were selling was shit. It wasn't like... It wasn't like Anheuser. Coors. It wasn't... It wasn't old Milwaukee. It was like a shit beer. And it, and people were like buying like... It was like $12 a cup. And this guy was like bumping into me. I'm like, come on, man. And when when he like went by me... And he... he he like went in front of this. It's like a crowd in front of me, right? I stay in the back, right? So it was a good, good three, four feet until the next person in front of me. So it was pretty spacious. This guy started walking to, up to me. And it damn near looked like he's resting his head on this guy's shoulder in front of me. But he was like, it looked like if he moved, he would fall on his face. That's how drunk this guy was. I'm like... Every time I go to these goddamn shows, there's this fucked up guy always come to sit near me, uh, uh, act fucking weird in front of me, uh, spilling his beer all the time. There's not one one time, I think. There's one time. We went to uh, Kansas City and uh, Rise Against. We went to go see Rise Against, me and my brother, a bunch of us. It was, a, And we go to we go to Kansas City, and it was at like an Orpheum Theater type thing. And it was a really nice theater. Rise Against, I forgot who else was there. There was a couple, but, you know, I, I wanted to see Rise Against. And we get to Kansas City, five-hour drive from where I live. And we go up there, and everybody was cool. First time. First time it's ever happened. Kansas City is a cool place. <laughs> Shout out to Kansas City. Missouri. And yeah, everybody was cool there. Not one person next to me, not one person trying to falling over on me. No one spilling their beer. It was pretty cool. And I wanted to I wanted to like to go up to the front, and people just got out of the way. I went right up there. No one gave a shit. I was like, this, this place is alright, man. This place is alright. Alright, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to try to enjoy the rest of the week. I'll try to do another show. Jeez. I'll, do one, I'll, do one, I'll, I'll be on Friday. I think I'll try to do one Friday. Catch up on all the latest sports. See if Trump comes back out and starts talking about Big Ten. Who knows? I'm excited. So, we might have some football. We're going to have to stay tuned with that one. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later down the road. This is the Name Jack Show. I'm Curtis Morris. We'll talk again next time.